I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A young boy was playing on the streets of Tychy, a small city in the south of Poland, in the late 90s. His mother was working hard to provide for him. His biological father didn't play a role in his life. The young boy was up to no good sometimes, stealing candy, trying to smoke a cigarette. But this kid was also very good at playing football. One day, a man from the neighborhood saw the young boy play football on the streets of Tychy. This man saw something in this kid, and he took him under his wing. Arek Milik played as a striker for massive clubs like Ajax, Napoli and Olympique Marseille. But it all started deep inside Poland, with the help of a man who Arek now calls his father. In this episode we dive into the untold story of Arek Milik and his rise from Poland to the top of European football. My name is Sam van Raalte and welcome to the home of football. Hi, hi, Sam. Sorry for being late. I hope it's no problem for you. No, it's no problem. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, thank you. And you? How are All you? Right. Good? I'm good as thank well. You, thank, thank you for, for the call. Thank you for the interest to, to speak with me. Yeah, Appreciate sure. it. Did you have a training session today? Yeah, yeah. We, we train already. We train already this morning. All right. All right. Are you at home now, just chilling? Yeah, I'm at home. I'm at home. So chilling, doing my stuff, but, but especially chilling. Arek Milik was chilling in his home in Marseille when I called him for this podcast. Arek is a well-known striker in European football. He played in the Bundesliga for clubs like Bayer Leverkusen and Augsburg, but he broke through in the Netherlands as the club top scorer of Ajax in Amsterdam. He made a massive move to Napoli in the Serie A and he had some very good years there. Marseille is where he currently resides. But not much is known about his formative years when he grew up in the south of Poland. I once heard that Arik Milik grew up without his biological father and that he owes a lot of his success to an older man who took him under his wing in Poland. Now, Arik Milik never really spoke in depth about this part of his personal life. It's an untold story in the world of football. So I asked Arik to take a deep dive into the story behind his success in the world of football. 
I think everything everything started when I was five, six years old, and uh, I met I met the most important person in my life. Uh, I call him Moki. Was Slavomir Mogilan was the person who um, who let's say become my father because uh, when I when I'm telling the story, I have to say, of course, that um, my parents broke up with each other when I was uh, five, uh, five, six years old. And um, and my, I met Moki when uh, when I was something like five six years old. I don't I don't remember exactly. And from him, uh, with him, and from him, uh, I start, let's say everything because all my story with football start with him. Um, let's say from the beginning I was playing, of course, on the small pitches close to my house. Uh, right now over there are the parkings, <laughs> but when I was young, uh, I was I was used to play there. So um, my my first steps, I, I make it close to my house, and one day Moki, he was a friend of my of my brother, he saw me on the on those pitches, and uh, and he became my my coach and also my father. So uh, the story starts there. Uh, from that day, I was I was trying to you know to follow my dreams and and doing everything to to be a football player because um, I never had. In my mind, other option than being a footballer, I was always trying to follow my dreams and doing what I'm the best, you know, because football was something that I love. Uh, and of, of course, it's still my love. For someone who's, who's never been to, to Tichy, you were growing up in Block N, if I'm right. So Yeah, yeah. it's like neighborhood, neighborhood N, because in our, uh, in our city, when I grew up in my city, in my hometown, uh, we call it uh, neighborhoods by uh, by uh, letters of alphabet, you know. So A, B, C, D. So o- almost all of the letters are are neighborhoods. So I was from N, you know. And and if you could describe it to someone who's never been there, how would you describe it? Uh, it was normal city, nothing special, you know. Uh, a city of uh, and not the biggest city in Poland, but not the smallest as well. Uh, we have a big club, big uh, not big, but but the football club, which which is right now, I think, is first division of Poland uh, or second division. I don't know. Um, we have also um, an ice club. How you call this? Hockey club. Hockey club in uh, in Poland, which I used to go when I was young, when I was younger. Um, but this, but this, of course, not the famous city, not the most famous in the city in the Poland. Uh, I grow up. I have a big sentiment to the to the city. Uh, a lot of people know each other. Um, I spent the most time there. So uh, when I was younger, um, I st- I still have some friends over there. So uh, yeah, it's, the city will stay in my heart forever. But from long time, I'm not there, and and of course, um, a lot of things change. Before you uh, met Moki, what was your life like? You grew up with your mother and your brother, right? Yes, yes, we were living together, and. Uh, of course, that was not the easiest time because f- we had some financial problems. Of course, that was not the the, the easiest part for us to to doing to do, especially also for my brother because I was younger and I didn't do I didn't need anything in, at that period, only ball and uh, that was all what I needed. Uh, about my brother was was something different because uh, he's seven years uh, older than me, so so he had different uh, different things to do. But I had everything what I what I uh, what I was wishing for. I mean, 
in the of course i never wished for strange things but but i had the food which was the most important of course uh because everything is uh a lot of things is what which i need to say um, when i was younger um moki especially helped me um with also with with the financial part because playing football is the one thing um you can also play football on the streets you can play wherever you want but if you wanted to play uh, and train in the club and uh, and travel and playing tournaments in different part of the of the country or of the world you need to have a little bit of money so uh, that part also uh was was quite difficult for me from the beginning but um yeah when i was 5 i was i was a normal kid of course i was doing stupid things but but i was still a kid and a kid which which uh doesn't have a father so uh it was not easy for me to to find a good examples but with the time everything changed so um i I'm, i think i am a good example that even if you are young and you everything is not correct like should be in in normal family you can always be quite successful and you can do something in your life that is uh quite interesting and and you can follow your dreams so i think i am good example of that yeah so you said you were also doing some some stupid things we all do stupid stuff when we're when we're little kids what kind of stupid stuff were you up to um i was i, I had a friend so we, and we were uh we were stealing some some small things from the shops you know and this kind of stupid things i was meaning um Uh, so you know a, a lot of things of course i'm not i, I don't remember anymore but of course it's kind of th- things like uh, st- stealing you know uh, some uh, some uh, uh, let's say cd uh, or other things from the shop you know which which was oh, at, at that time i remember that a lot of uh, my friends were doing this i were i wanted to be like them and we were trying to to going this way but of course i didn't know or i didn't realize that that was not the best idea to to do those things uh and and football changed football changed everything for me you know um when i was starting to to play in, uh, in the club when i was like six seven everything changed i know it it's it seems a little bit strange when i was five so i was doing those those things but it was like this and um yeah um, for my for my um uh, for my luck i meet i meet the the person that that changed my life and and helped me to to grow you know yeah i i also read somewhere that you were smoking when you were uh, before you met moki yeah i was uh, I, w- i was trying to smoke you know because i never had the money to smoke to uh, to buy a cigarette of course and i didn't know how to smoke but i was putting those cigarettes uh to my mouth and tr- trying to to smoke but i didn't know how to <laughs> so um yeah that's it there's a story uh i was five i was i was still maybe not stupid but i i didn't know what was correct and what was uh um what i should do so uh like i said if you have uh, some problems when in family uh you are trying to to um s- trying to go uh some ways uh which sometimes are not correct but it, it is life you know we are learning from 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 those things and um like i said before the f- football gives me everything and change everything for me so if if not football i i don't know where i will be you know yeah 
So for people who, who never met Moki, like, like myself, how would you describe how he looks? <laughs> uh, he's uh, like one, one, uh, 180. Um, right now he has a little belly. But <laughs> he was also playing football before. And he was quite a talented player when he was younger. But uh, he's he's like my father for me. He's my father for me. So I can say what he gives me because he gives me everything. Really, he teaches me how to be a how to be a footballer. But also the most important, he teaches me how to be a good person. And I think uh, right now, of course, uh, it's I'm not the person who who can say yeah, I'm good or or I'm not good. Uh, but I think he teaches me everything. So that was the most important person in my life, and I'm. I'm I'm really thankful for everything. And Moki put the mentality in myself to to always uh, to always push, to never give up, uh, to follow my dreams. And uh, and it, because I was always saying that football is is my dream, and I wanted to be I want to become a, a football player. I wanted to play in those clubs. I wanted to play in national team. And he said, okay, if you want this, you have to push. You have to train hard. You have to do it everything. And uh, to follow your dreams, because if you have a dreams, you have to you have to really work hard to get it. And I was always thinking like, okay, I want this. I don't want to be anybody else. I want to be footballer. And from that day, I was I was always pushing and pushing, and I'm still pushing. <laughs> yeah, still still happening. Like 20 years later. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a nice story, and and I love it because I never have a plan B. Uh, For me, Plan B doesn't exist because if you have Plan A, you have to you have to be concentrated on Plan A because if you have in your mind Plan B, that means that you are not 100% with Plan A. So um, I was always with with my first plan, Plan A, you know, to be a football player. And uh, the role of your your mother, uh, how would you describe your mother? I think I think she 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 gave me the freedom to to be myself, you know. And she gave me the freedom uh, to play football. Uh, of, of course, she never uh, was worried about the school because I, I was normal at school. I was nothing special. <laughs> I was going to the next class without any problems always. But but she gave me the freedom to do it what I love, to do it what I what I want to do. And uh, she, knew it, she knew it that I am a uh, quite intelligent kid when I was like seven, eight. And Moki was quite an intelligent person. Um, and she gave me the freedom to do it with what I love because uh, Moki and my mother, she doesn't have, uh, they, they, they doesn't have never a, a relationship. So, I mean, uh, like a, like a, like, like <laughs> romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, they just know each other. So Moki was there just for helping me, nothing, nothing with my mother. And about my mother, she got, like I said, she, she, she just gave me the, the freedom to do it what I want and, And uh, I was I was already there on my way to <laughs> to follow my dreams and to to be in love with the, with the ball. So uh, I take a ball and I go outside or I go to training, and uh, she doesn't have never a problem with those things. So that was the most important for me because I know some parents sometimes then doesn't they thinking um, yeah maybe th those kids uh, should go to the work or those kids should do this do that, but she never said. Um, for me something wrong about the football or something wrong about about what I am doing so 
that was for me that was for me most important. Arek entered the academy of a small Polish club called Rozwoj Katowice, where Moki was a coach. One day, Arek was asked to go on trial at Reading in England. He traveled to England and did well at Reading. He scored for one of their academy teams in a friendly game against Tottenham Hotspur. That sparked the interest of Tottenham Hotspur as well. The club from North London invited young Arek on trial. And Arek did well there too, so Tottenham Hotspur asked him to stay a little bit longer. Young Arek had a difficult decision to make in his career. So uh, they say, okay, we want you for another week. And I said, no, no, I, I sh-. the coach also, Moki, he was trying to speak with me. What do you want to do, Arek? You want to stay here or you want to come back to us because we start to play some games and things like that. And I decided I wanted to come back because he was everything for me at the time. So I doesn't want to go out from, from his, let's say, from his arms and uh, be close with him because I knew it that that is the best for me and he wants the best for me. I knew it also that we had a good good team in academy and uh, one, I think one of the best team in Poland in that in that moment and we were growing and we were getting better. He was also a good good coach. Uh, we were spending a lot of time on the pitch with also with uh, some uh, some special sessions for the strikers for mid for midfielders. For to just to become a better player, so I knew it. The people were taking care of me in Poland, and I didn't say I didn't realize at that moment that yeah, if Tottenham will be the best move for me, you know. So uh, I was like thinking, yeah, Tottenham is nice name. They have good structure. They have m- maybe everything, but I was thinking, yeah, I have also everything in in Poland in my hometown. So I don't need to move at that moment. Uh, that's interesting. That's a brave decision to to not uh, stay at at a club like Tottenham. Then, yeah, but um, with me it was a different situation because I had almost everything uh, what I needed to to grow. You know, if you have a people who take care of you, if you have a good coach, if you have a structure to play football at age of sixteen, um, you don't need to go to the biggest academy in the world to be better. You know, because doesn't mean you're gonna get better. Uh, sometimes playing a smaller club, but and and being someone, uh, let's say at the, at the top at the small club, the people taking care of you, the people want you good, the people want you to to play in a bigger club when you will be ready. You know, so I doesn't want to go to academy, uh, being one of like one of the one of the ten good players in academy or I don't know wherever. I wanted to be the best at the moment in my academy where I was because I knew it that was the the, the the good the good direction for me, you know. And of course, of course I cannot compare myself with other person, with other people, with other stories, because all stories are different. But I think for me that was the best at that moment. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Arek returned to Poland and soon clubs from the Ekstraklasa, the highest football division in Poland, came knocking on his door. He signed for Gornik Zabrze, a well-known club in Poland, when he was 17 years old. I spoke with Ryan Hubbard, an English journalist who specializes in Polish football, about Arik Milik's breakthrough at Gornik Zabrze. Here's Ryan Hubbard. Well, you're lucky because Gornik Zabrze is my club. That's that's the club that I support. So so I remember watching Arik when he uh, when he first came into into the extra classer. Um, you know, they're they're a huge club. They they were originally the club of um, the mining industry, which is which is a huge industry in Poland. Um, they call it. Uh, coal is like the black blood that runs through the veins of Poland. It, it fueled their economy. So, so uh, as such, Gornik were were one of the richest clubs in Poland. But but at the time, Gornik were um, didn't have lots of cash, or they didn't have uh, very many expensive players, or, or you know players with strong reputations. They had to build players up from bringing them through the youth team or, or signing the very cheap. So when he arrived at Gornik, he uh, he came with a, a high reputation, uh, but not a lot was known about him. He'd only played for, for small clubs. Uh, there was, I think, a lot of pressure put on him because, because as I mentioned before, Gornik didn't have a lot of cash. Uh, you know, they didn't have very many options. They'd only recently returned to the uh, to the extra class that they'd, they'd been relegated a few years earlier. So there was a lot of worry and, and there was a lot of financial problems in Gornik as well. So there was a, a lot of concern that if they, if they did end up getting relegated, you know, it could be a huge disaster for the club. So there was a lot of pressure put on him early on to score goals. It, it did take him a time to get that first goal. And I, th- I think he's, he scored both goals in a two 0 win, if I remember correctly, uh, that, that sort of gave him that confidence and, and I suppose gave the fans a lot of confidence as well that he could he could progress and kick on to the club. Arek Milik has an extra explanation for his rough start at Gornik Zabrze. You see, up until that point, he mainly played as a winger. But the manager at Gornik Zabrze, a man named Adam Nawalka, had other plans with him. Plans that would change Arek's life. This is a funny story because uh, when I went to the Gornik Zabrze, I was always playing on the wing on left or right wing in academy and and when i went to the to the first club uh, in uh, Gornik Zabrze hmm. they told me yeah i think you are not a winger <laughs> the coach told me i think you are not a winger and and he put me on the on the number 9 and i was like a little bit a little bit shocked but uh, also some of course sometimes i was used to play there but not not many times and uh, yeah and from that day uh, i i become a striker so uh, all, all, all my life, like I was playing like a winger, but in a, one day I become a striker. So you should. I was learning a new position from 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 that day. So and playing striker behind uh, to the goal is a, a different sport comparing to the winger, you know, because it's totally different. Playing when you are seventeen and you are not 
strong enough. Not uh, you don't have the speed like them. You don't have the strength like them. It's not so easy to keep the ball when you are 70. So um, yeah, was something different. But I think that helps me to to be a better player because I think I was I was I, w- I was not a good winger, you know. So. <laughs> I become a striker and it was much better for me. It took a while for your goals to come, right? The fans of Gornik Zabrze were uh, becoming impatient. Is that correct? What's the story there? Yeah, 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 that's correct because we had also, um, there was like, I, mean, I think, um, around 15, 15 games that I didn't score. Of course, not all of them I, I, I played from the beginning. But I think, um, yeah, around 15 games, I didn't score a goal uh, in my first season in, in, in the in the first competition, first league. Um, yeah, they were a little bit disappointed, let's say, <laughs> uh, because also we had we had some. Uh, I, I I will tell you a little bit of story because we had a problem with the stadiums and uh, and they start to build a new stadium and they leave just one tribune, uh, which was like. Yeah, maybe three, five thousand people on this tribune, mm. and and only and all the rest was like destroyed stadium. There was nothing, so you could hear every voice on the stadium. And if someone was disappointed on the on the on the stands, you could you could hear it because every voice you could hear it. So I hear it everything, and of course that was not easy moment for me because if you are 17 and a lot of people criticize you, and a lot of critic is on you because you are not scoring or you are not doing well. Uh, it was not easy part, but when I scored the first goal, like all the pressure, all the things negative go out, and I start to I start to play like I like I used to in the training, like I used to. I was myself. The goal started to flow for Arik Milik in his second season at Gornik Sabrese. He became a highly rated prospect in the world of football. Bayer Leverkusen bought him for 2.6 million euros. But that move didn't turn out the way Arik Milik hoped it would. Bayer Leverkusen was performing very, very well at that time. Stefan Kiesling was their striker and he was the top scorer of the Bundesliga, even scoring more goals than Robert Lewandowski. So there were not a lot of chances for Arik Milik to play at Bayer Leverkusen. So I went to Leverkusen, and I think that was not not the best move that I could make it at that time because I went to the team which was already built. Bayern was first, and the second was uh, Bayer Leverkusen, and third was uh, Borussia Dortmund. So Borussia Dortmund was doing great, but Bayer at that time was better, I think. So um, I think that was not the best move, you know. But but it, it is like it is, and uh, I learned from those players. And after six months, I was saying, yeah, okay, I don't want to be on the bench because I'm losing my time and I just wanted to be a better player. And to be a better player, you need to you need to play. So I moved to another club. Yeah. So you went on loan to Augsburg, right? What was your, yeah, right. What was your time there like? I think at that period, uh, I didn't have so much confidence in myself uh, because... Um, I was a striker and, and of course, sometimes also in this kind of situation, when you are young, uh, you need also the, the confidence, the trust from the coach. And if you are not getting this, uh, sometimes it's difficult to get this alone, you know. So when you are 18, sometimes you need the help from, from somebody else. And I think at that moment, I was also not ready to play every game in the Bundesliga because I was 18. And I was thinking, yeah, 
um, I was doing sometimes good, sometimes not, um, sometimes playing. I didn't score many goals there. It was a tough time for Arik. He had come up as a massive talent in Poland, but he was now struggling in Germany. Arek was still playing for Poland under 21 though, and he was doing well over there. A scout from Ajax was impressed by him during one of these games with Poland under 21. So the club from Amsterdam made him an offer. The only thing when, when, where I was doing really great was national team under 21. From, from one of those games, one scout of Ajax saw me and, and they took me to Amsterdam. So um, every time I remember, every time before, uh, before a move, uh, before an important move, let's say, I always had the butterflies in my in my stomach, you know. And that time, especially because I realized that uh, I didn't make so well in Augsburg, and I was thinking like, yeah, of course, Ajax is putting everything on the young players; they're giving a chance to young players. But I was thinking, yeah, I don't know if I'm good enough. I was from that day when I decide I go there. And I do everything, that, everything what I can to play in Ajax, everything what I can to be better player. I'm going there to, you know, to smash it, you know. And I remember when I was 20, I arrived there. Of course, nobody gave me the place. I start the season, and I think I also had a couple of games that I didn't score. And there was a one game that I scored a goal or twice. I scored twice. From that day, everything also went much easier for me. Uh, I get much more confidence on myself. And uh, we were training very good, very hard. And I really, I think that it was really a beautiful time in Amsterdam for me because I meet so many, so many amazing people there, football players. I could learn every day from the best football players in the world in the past. I mean, Bergkamp, he was the coach of the strikers. So... Every day you could ask him something about what he think I could do. So uh, everything was learning, part of learning. So that was a beautiful time for me. That was a pleasure for me, to be honest, to play there and, and be a first number nine in Ajax. was uh, was was an amazing time. Arek Milik quickly became the main striker at Ajax. He scored 23 goals in all competitions in his first season at Ajax and 24 goals in his second season before he secured a massive move to Napoli for 32 million euros. Menno Pot is a journalist from Amsterdam and a fanatic Ajax fan. He wrote several books about the club. Here's Menno Pot on the impact Arik Milik had at Ajax. I, I don't really think I had any expectations whatsoever. I didn't know him. I think I had never seen him play at the time. And, uh, well, he was, uh, he was quite tall and he was a Bundesliga striker. So I thought, well, you know, must be okay. He's probably all right. Nobody really had uh, a, a clearly defined picture of who the man was. The funny thing is he was, a, he was a good player in a bad time. He was in the dark years of Ajax, basically, from 2014 to 2016. Um, there were no trophies. There was no glory whatsoever. Uh, the club was in a bit of a crisis. They had more or less recovered financially, but the football was on a, what I consider to be an all-time low. It was very, very poor. And uh, uh, so, yeah, we're talking about two years that the fans prefer to forget. Um, but you'd almost forget that Arek Milik actually did quite well. He scored a lot of goals, which was excellent. 
it had been many, many years since Ajax had had uh, a 20-plus goal striker. Um, so, yeah, he, he did well. Uh, the, the transfer of Arek Milik to Napoli was a key moment for Ajax. I think the Ajax we see now in uh, in recent years, post-2016, um, uh, that that is a rich, a rich Ajax, a relatively rich Ajax uh, that basically reinvented itself. And that would not have been possible without the transfer of Arek Milik, which was a, a big, big surprise for the club at the time. And the transfer of Davinson Sanchez a year later for 14 million euros. Um, those, those two transfers essentially made Ajax a rich, a rich club, I think, at the time. And uh, without the Milik money, it would not have been possible to buy Dusan Tadic and Daily Blind a few years later. 32 million euros. Nobody had ever expected that from this man. I think he only, when Ajax decided to buy him in 2015, he only cost 2.8 million. Uh, so that was a huge, huge, huge profit. And uh, no matter how you look at it, a very, very good deal for Ajax. And that's why they let him go. I mean, this was an offer they simply couldn't refuse. They had to do this. And uh, it was a very important moment for the club. After Ajax, Arek Milik was catapulted into the top of European football. Jeper Milik, control of Milik, Arkadios! Milik! 2-1! Ke gol di Milik! Arkadios Milik! Alles! Niewiele potrzebuje! I więcej czasu Polak! Ruszył Milik na pozycję, Lorenzo Insigne na pole karne! Arkadios Milik! Lovely ball! And it's in! Arek had several brilliant seasons at Napoli in the Serie A, even though he also had to deal with several serious injuries, which prevented him from playing a lot. Arek is now playing for Olympique Marseille, the French giants. He just turned 28 years old, and when you ask him, he believes the best is still to come. I am I am still growing, still getting better, and I think the best time will come, because I'm 27 and I, I think a lot of strikers right now, which are getting really, really good, are uh, above 30 years old, sometimes 32, 33. You, you can see, uh, of course, I'm not comparing with them, but you can see Lewandowski, he's, I think, 33, 34 or something like that. He's, uh, he's getting amazing. Benzema, a lot of, a lot of strikers are growing when, I, when they have more years than 30, 31, 32. So I think the best years are in front of me. And about the past, I am happy what I have done. Of course, um, I think I always I'm always thinking like uh, that I could do better in some situations. But but always when you are looking back, you think yeah I could do better. But in those situations, I think I, I give it maximum. So uh, it is like this. I'm happy from from those things. I'm happy that I have a beautiful life. I'm playing football. I am following my dreams, like I said from the beginning. I'm doing what I love, and this is the most important for me. Uh, football is, is bringing me so much fun, so uh, I'm happy that I am doing that. Uh, that's that's great, man. That's uh, I think that's a beautiful way to end it. All right, Arik, thank you very much for, for this interview, man. I think you have a great story, and it was a pleasure to talk to you.
Thank you. Really pleasure also that you contact me. Uh, really, thank you very much for your contact. Have a, a good evening. You have too, a good man. Evening. Thank you. Thank you All very right. much. Thanks, man. Have a bye good bye. evening. Ciao. 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 Bye-bye. That's the story of Arik Milik and his rise from a small town in Poland to the world stage of football. He came a long way since he played on the streets of Tychy as a kid. I wonder what would have happened to him if he hadn't met Moki back then. But in the end, that doesn't really matter, because Moki was there and he became Arek's father. With the help from Moki, his mother who always believed in him, and his own work ethic, Arek Milik became one of the better strikers in European football. But most of all, he became a good person. When Konrad Novak, a guy who came up with Arek Milik at Gornik Zabrze, suffered a serious injury years later, Arek Milik helped to pay for the operations, even though he didn't play for the same team anymore by that time. I think that says a lot about his character. I hope Arek himself stays injury-free for the coming years, so he can write some more awesome chapters in his career. I want to thank Arek Milik, Ryan Hubbard and Menno Pot for their time. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, you can give our podcast a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really, really helps us a lot. Alright, my name is Sam van Raalte. Thank you for listening and on to the next story in the home of football. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.